This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your host, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. Welcome to the Insurance Buzz. We are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. And today we're going to be talking about the number one thing holding you back from having the business and life of your dreams. Man, that's a big topic. What's what's up? What are you thinking over there? I'm just ready for you to know. <laughs> I'm ready for you to get into it. The number one thing holding you back, us back from living the life and having the business of our dreams. So I feel like I wanted to talk about this topic today because over the last the last 12 to 18 months has been it's been tough. It's been, it's been lots of good, but it's also been a little difficult leaving. I mean, we exited four of the five businesses that we owned. And so I've had some scarcity pop up. I've had some worry pop up. I've had some stress pop up and I got out of some of my daily habits and routines. And so I just wanted to talk today about what I think, what I've learned over the last 12 to 18 months. Okay. That work for you? I am so ready for this. <laughs> I am so ready. Are we going to do some coaching in here? I feel like we might take a turn where we're, we're coaching each other. Okay. So as I was writing this down and preparing, because um, I always like to make some notes. All mm-hmm. right. I... You were the king of preparation. I love it. Over, so over. I hey, I like to be prepared. You okay. Now this has it's got to be a conversation. Uh-huh. It's not scripted or any shit like that. But the very first thing that came to my mind was the art of doing less. Okay. The art of doing less. But then I just had another thing pop in my mind as I was reading so this out loud. Let, well, let's and saying this out loud, not reading it. Let's saying not go it out to loud. the second thing. Let's stay with the first thing. So, okay. let's let's wrestle this one to the ground. Mm-hmm. So, the number one thing holding you back, first thing that pops into your mind is the art of doing less. Explain yes. to me why you brought that one on the table, and it made it on your notebook. Yeah. So the art of doing less is learning how to say no to more things, so you can say yes to more things that fit your future, your picture, what you want to be doing. Focusing on the things that bring you joy and happiness, not necessarily just doing the things that are you find productive and efficient, if that makes sense. Like a, a really good example of this is actually what I just told you this morning. Um, I was in the cold water doing my plunge. And for those that of you that do or may not know is Courtney and I are prior to prioritizing our health. We got a gym membership back and I started to revisit as to why I didn't go back to the gym 18 months ago. And I was just working out from home and I have all these thoughts going on in my mind. And the number one reason why I chose to work out from home is because in a two hour window, I could do my 12 minute workout. I could do my sauna. I could do my prayer. I could do my reading. I could do my writing. 
And it helped me feel productive and efficient mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the 15 minutes of going to the gym, the 15 minutes home, the hour, right? There's an hour and a half. Like I did the, I did the plunge day. How this all came about is it was the same two hours and I didn't feel like I did as much as I could just by working out from home. But what I, what came to me was I'm choosing to do something that I actually enjoy and brings me happiness and makes me feel good about myself versus choosing something that may be a little bit more productive and efficient with my time. That's just one example of of where I'm going with this. So pause. Yep. So you said productive and efficient with your time and you said joy. What was the other word that you used to describe? Joy, happiness, like something I actually like to do. Fulfillment for, yeah, that's a great, yeah. Like I love the gym. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So, all right. That's just an example of my personal life. Are you ready to take things to a whole nother level in 2024? If that answer is yes, enrollment just opened up for our one-on-one coaching where I work specifically one-on-one with you, or you may be interested in joining our small group mastermind with other like-minded individuals, business owners, entrepreneurs, all of us in this thing together, taking our lives and our businesses to another level, the next level in 2024. So if you would be interested in applying for one-on-one coaching or our small group mastermind, make sure you click the link below, fill out the application, and my team will be in touch. That being said, let's get back to the show. From a business standpoint, I feel like over the last 18 months, we've done a really, I'm a control freak by nature, as you know, like I try to control everything. I'm always worried about like, okay, if this happens, what, what's the plan? What's the plan in place? All right. So, but what I've learned over the last 18 months, um, not only by working with a lot of individuals and helping them out, but me personally is we have the best team we've ever had right now. Weaver Sales Academy and we've been able to delegate. And so I've been able to, delegate or empower my team to do the things that I was doing prior. And it was an adjustment because I was wanting to still be in control. I was still wanting to have the checkpoints on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to where now I I feel like we've got the team in place to where we've empowered them to self-manage themselves. And so I have been able to do a better job of not doing, of only focusing on only the things that I can do. And I still struggle with this. Don't get me wrong. Um, but focusing on truly the only things that I can do, the value I can add to the organization and saying no to even some things that I would have said yes to prior, just to make sure that number one, I'm doing the things that only I can do. But number two, that I'm not working hours and hours and hours just to be busy. How long did it take you? Because I am also a control freak um, and it came out sideways and other things. How long did it take you to actually fully release control and trust the team? What was that process like for you? Um, well, I'm still going through the stages. Yeah. Like, Truthfully, like we have the best team. I do trust them, but there are certain days I wake up with like just this anxious feeling of, Shit, I haven't asked about this in a while. Shit, I haven't looked at that report in a while. <clears throat> and even when I look at it, all's good, but I'm still learning. I'm still definitely learning that process of 
everything's going to be okay. Everything will be fine. The mm-hmm. team's got it. They're, they crush it at what they do. Um, but it took me a good, I would say a good n- nine months probably to really just release control. Where do you think the control is coming from? Is it a fear of that it's all going to go away, that you're not doing enough, that you're doing the wrong thing, that you're actually not good? Where is that fear? Control is a byproduct of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, the fear that either something's not going to get done on time or the fear that it's not going to... A lot of my fear always comes back to finances. Being able to provide. Mm-hmm. Okay. My fear is that the bottom will fall out. That it, I always go to doomsday that tomorrow I'll wake up and my bank account will say, it won't even be zero. It's like negative. Like something <laughs> has happened and it's like a gremlin came in overnight and took everything that I had. Yeah. That's the, I always play out worst case scenario. And then it goes back to what could I have done? Yep. What could I have done differently? What could I have done better? Who do I who do I need to empower? What do I need to empower in myself? So I think that I think control is a very natural and necessary thing, but to your point, it's it became the bottleneck or the and in my case mm-hmm. as well, we became the bottleneck in our business. That's right. Everything got st- stuck on us yep. because we thought that we if we didn't do it, that it either wouldn't get done or it wouldn't get done the right way. Well, and the tipping point actually came when our COO, Jody. Mm-hmm. So when she actually had a conversation, we almost lost her because she was like, this is insane. You hired me to do something and you're not letting me do my yeah. job. And that was probably what, nine months after we hired her. Like, so that was the ultimate, like you asked the learning for me. Like that was the point when we had to, we didn't have to come to Jesus. She had to come to Jesus, talk with us and Ultimately, she was like, let me do my job or let me go elsewhere. And so at that point, I think me and you made the decision to say, do it like rock and roll. If you mess up, you mess up. No big deal. Like fell forward and she didn't mess up. (laughs) And so that was the biggest thing. Like I, cause I didn't want to lose her. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah, you're, you're telling us all the things that is a, are a hundred percent true. And so when she had that conversation with us, that's truly when I let go and was just like, do it rock and roll. And it was the best thing that honestly, that experience is what has led to where I'm at today. I mean, I, I feel like I'm, and this is a, I'm worrying less now than I've ever in my life, which is partly because the conversations that me and you have, but also why would you be worried? What I've learned is, is why am I worrying about things that haven't even come true yet? Like I'm worried about all the shit that could go wrong that typically never goes wrong. And so the worry was causing unneeded anxiety and stress in my life. And that's how I was from start of business ownership until And again, I still have my battles today, but I'm much better today than I was even just 12 months ago, learning how to decipher what's actually true and what's the made up shit that I'm worrying about. Yeah. I think you're just trying to forecast any potential landmines and prepare for them. You could say that, but there's a difference between forecasting and worrying. Well, I think the difference comes in when there's actual data. Yeah. I think 
made up scenarios like a gremlin's going to come in and take all of my money is that's not data driven. That's fear driven versus if you are tracking numbers and metrics, I think that's why I love numbers so much. They don't lie. So you can track trends and you can see where landmines potentially could be. So to your point though, of the thing that's holding you back from having the business or life of your dreams you originally said that you need to delegate. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was the first answer. Yeah. The art of doing less. The art of Less doing is actually less. more. And I do believe that. Okay. I do believe that. Thank you for being so vulnerable too. Always. We're going into this. Like, this is like our <laughs> nightly conversation. <laughs> we we tackle our, our big things that are happening in our head and our hearts. But that's not the answer that you want to stick with. Because you said originally it was this, but then... I think it's a worry. You think it's worrying? At least on a personal level. Yeah. It's worry. Like me, me worried about, and yeah, one could chalk it up to forecasting, but forecasting is different than being worried about fears that'll never actually happen. Like that ties more than likely to scarcity mindset if I had, at least for me personally. And so I think worry, like worrying about like, why don't you actually worry about the things when they actually happen has been the biggest like pep talk that I have with myself. Like when these little thought processes come up and I start to go to that place, I'm like, hold up, Michael, hold up. Like, this isn't the internal talk I have with myself. Like, hold up. Okay. (laughs) Like, are you actually worried about something that is really likely to happen? And then what is the worrying going to do about it? Why don't you just worry about this when it actually happens? Because you're more than fully capable of an issue coming up and fixing the issue. Mm. So that's actually like, I think my anxiety levels have been at an all time low over the last, I don't know. You've been around me, what, three ish months, probably <laughs> four months. Like, you've been around me day in and day out for 13 years. What do you think? And then getting, getting back to the, and I know we're only two weeks back into the gym, but that has been a huge, like, I'm like, damn, I've missed this. And so that, that. Not building a worry bridge until it's time to cross it. Yeah. And not always just being, and this is totally off topic of holding you back, kind of holding you back from the business life in your dreams. But if you're like myself and you're always focused on how can I be as productive as possible and efficient as possible, I would challenge you to quit worrying about always being so freaking productive and efficient and start um, being focused on the things that make you happy and bring you joy throughout your life. Because (laughs) I know, but the more happy you are, the more fulfilled you're going to be. And you're going to automatically attract more good things into your life. And the things you're worried about, there's no possibility that that'll even happen because you're on such a high frequency. Are you frustrated with training new hires? Are you sick of not having a systematic new hire training process? Or maybe you're tired of devoting the time to new hire training and then them not work out. That's exactly why we created the zero to six figure producer course. You've been asking for, it is now here and live and available to purchase. We can get a brand new hire up and trained in selling a full-blown multi-line sales conversation. That means they're quoting multiple products with better coverage, selling on value, getting the conversation away from price and asking for the sell a minimum of three times in less than 10 days. In less than 10 days. Not only that, we're going to teach them how to prospect. 
through multiple strategies and the importance of always prospecting and filling their their funnel. And lastly, we have the closing techniques curriculum that is in this course to create a master closer so that they are comfortable asking for the sell and overcoming objections a minimum of three times in every single conversation. Not only do you get the state of the art video led training, you're also going to get playbooks for everything we teach and scripts for every single sales conversation that we teach. So make sure you click the link below, take advantage of this today. I look forward to working with you. God, welcome to the club. Okay, now I'm gonna, I just threw my pen down. I have notes. I'm so glad that you came um, to the meeting today. I have been waiting, waiting for my answer of what's holding you back. Now, I, I wasn't. I was actively listening and engaging and coaching. So I don't want you to think that I was just waiting for my turn to talk. But you teed me up. Perfectly. So okay. Before okay. we started this episode, he said, okay, well, I want to talk about the one thing that's holding back in life and business. And I'm like, okay, tell me, what do you think it is? <laughs> and he told me, and I said, I'm going to disagree with you on the podcast. And he's like, what? <laughs> okay. So this happens pretty much in life every day. So I'm used to this. I have a note. <laughs> I have a note that you can see it in the, in the YouTube video. I believe that the thing that holds you back, me back, collectively as a whole, people back is because you aren't paying attention. I think I know that paying attention to the feeling that you want will actually yield the result that you want. It'll mm. yield the life that you want and the business that you want. But you have to be an active participant in how you are feeling mm. and what you are focusing on. If you are constantly focused on I like that. what yeah. can go wrong, where money's coming from, which is worry, what you're worried about, then that is what continues to show up. Yep. And you even made oh, this is perfect because you were describing it. And, and I go through this too of it becomes a hierarchy of what feelings are more important. So you have to start assessing how do I want my business to feel? How do I want my days to feel? How do I want my relationship to feel? How do I want my life to feel? Because a feeling mm. is so much stronger than thinking anything, than processing any analytical data. I mean, think about, I say think about, but when I say that, when I say these words, you'll feel them. It's the phrases of like, when you know, you know, like grief, love, joy, happiness. I can try to describe those to you, but you've already created what they feel like for you. You've attached yourself to them. So if you know that day in and day out, one of the main feelings that you want to feel is joy, you have to start paying attention to what adds to that and what takes away from that. So that's why when you were talking about like being efficient and being productive and saying no to more things and yes to more things, I agree. But I don't think that it is, I don't think that it's doing less. I think it's doing the things that matter to you. Yeah. That are in alignment of the feeling that you want in your business and in your life. And I think that that gets to evolve too. Yep. And I think 
I know that there are words and there are feelings that have strong ties to you, me, our listeners. You might want your business to feel successful or important or valuable or impactful. Those are all valid, justified feelings. So what do you have to do day in and day out so that your business feels valuable? It feels important. Mm. What do you have to do day in and day out to where majority of your day is spent in joy or fun? My, my main feeling of my life, the one thing that I want to feel more than any other feeling in the world is magical. I want my business to feel magical. I want my life to feel magical. I want everything that I do to be filled with magic. I saw that post-it note on the mirror in the bathroom. I, you know me and <clears> post-it <throat> notes. They're I all saw it. Business. Magical. Magical. It was new when I came back this yeah. weekend. So a- an exercise that I did was I went through and I wrote out all the feelings, potential feelings that I wanted my life to feel. I wanted it to embody. And I kept them on the, the mirror And it was magical, abundant, honest, brave, courageous. There were all these different things that came up, important, successful, valuable. And I wrote them all down. And I think I had like 14. You had a lot. And as I would walk by, I would feel stronger pulls towards than others. And so I would pull the words off as they like came down and... Kitty would get a hold of them and she, if she would pull one of them that I liked, like she pulled creative this weekend. I was like, absolutely not. That was stays. (laughs) Creative stays. So I think to have the business and the life of your dreams before you start delegating out, I think it's important to know what do you even want it to feel like? Because doing less of the things that you love is not going to yield. Fair. Yep. A happy, if yep. you delegate all, I mean, and this goes against a lot of CEO books where they're like, delegate everything out and only do the things that you're great at and only do the things that are worth your time. Like one of my favorite things to do is a $10 an hour task. I don't do it because it yields me the highest you ROI. do it because you enjoy it? I do it because I love it. Yep. So... That would be my answer. It's similar to I would, yours. I would agree. Yeah. But it's more of a, I want to feel it in my bones. Because if I'm if I'm connected in the marrow of my bones, then I will show up in a completely different way in my business, in my life, with the people that I love right now, you and me. <laughs> Magical. So we making magic on the buzz today. <laughs> let's let's keep it. Let's keep our hands above the table. Okay. Oh, let's just keep it. There is a there there is a camera rolling. We cannot be doing yeah. anything. No. You gotta no, pay no. to play for that stuff. I would agree with everything you said. Fill filling is a uh, that's a powerful word. Obviously, filling it, and it's so many times I know, like myself, I don't focus on how I feel. I focus on my thought process. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what are you always heady? Is that what you always? Yeah, say? when it gets too heady, when it's yeah. like you're you're in your brain too much, you're in your yep. head too much. So, but I would agree, and I think we're saying kind of the same thing. That we we're are doing less, in a like way. doing more of the things that bring you happiness, joy that you really look forward to. 
and you would, and I would agree that you would, you would disagree with a lot of the CEOs out there that like only do the things that only you yeah. can do. Sure. But if you hate to do them, surely somebody else can do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and, uh, I mean, and the other thing, look, the other thing, at least from a business standpoint that I have discovered is, is having, by doing less, the business has accomplished more. Mm. As you said earlier, we were bottlenecking our company. Well, and I think we were, I think I know we were doing things f with a different energy and attention behind it. Yep. Instead of bringing like our full, regardless of how long it takes, our full gusto to it. The interesting thing with this is too, you're willing to endure uncomfortable situations for a longer duration if you know what the outcome is, is so high. Like you will suffer if you know that I have intense satisfaction on the other end of that. Yep. I will make 200 cold calls a day if I know at the end of this, I feel like I have achieved something that is in alignment with what I want my life to look like. Yep. And it's weird how you lose track of time in that. Like when I am working in my zone of genius of like creating something or bringing something to life, just like when you are or when you are the person listening to this, pay attention to things that you lose track of time doing because those are things that are life giving. Add more of those into your day. Add more of those into your business, regardless of what the ROI is on it. Amen. Create the life you want and build the business or career around it, baby. Let's yes. go. Create your life first, man. God, just imagine if you woke up every single day and you were so excited about the new opportunities and the life you were able to like create and the business you were able to create every single day. If you came from that space, like pay attention. Woo. Pay attention. Success leaves clues. Now that would be magical. And it's something we're working on. It's something you do a really great job at. And it's something I've... I've tried to just really focus on, as you said earlier. So, man, I felt like today was good. Thank you for um, <clears throat> going to that spot and letting me observe. Of course. I appreciate that a lot. Hey, I don't want people to have, and I think this is maybe just part of the human experience and all of us probably go through this, but if I can save someone the stress and the anxiety that I've had throughout my career as a business owner or just personal level um, human being, I'm going to share that because there's no sense in going through the <laughs> the stuff that I've had that I have went through. Um, if you can, I don't want to say skip it, but if you don't have to go to the levels, if that makes sense. And maybe it's just part of the human experience that all of us have to experience and go through to be able to get to that next level, to be able to focus on and learn how to focus on the things that do bring you joy because you're like, shit, I'll take this feeling <laughs> over, the, <laughs> over the stress feeling a hundred percent of the time. I don't really know, but yeah, you're I welcome. Think, you're welcome. I think sharing Thank it. Thank you for sharing and being vulnerable. I, that's my least favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think having transparency around what it actually looks like and feels like to build a business is important because so much of what business ownership and sales and being a productive human has been 
like behind the curtain, it's been this gatekeeping situation of here's what I'm going to show you what it looks like, but here's actually what's happening behind the scenes. We just want to be really honest and transparent about what our life and our journey has been in hopes that you at least listen and go, somebody else has gone through this. They know this feeling. They know what this, this suck that I'm in right now. We know it. We definitely know it. And although it may suck, it won't suck forever. Not forever. Not forever. So that's all I got today. That's all I have. Hopefully that's all you have today. Because <laughs> so, that's, nope. all, that's all we got. That's all we got. As always, time and attention mm. are truly the most valuable assets that we all share. And we appreciate you spending some time with us. Go out and make it great. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, That's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.